In the late 20-teens, two brothers realized the one way to solve the world's unsung problems. Sell their dad's minivan, buy a microphone, and smoke a lot of weed. It's hypocrisy. At you live from the Parliament of Getting Lit, the Pyongyang of Bongyang, the Mar-a-Lago of Mary Jane. I'm Ryan, and I'm John, and this is Hypocrisy. How's it going? Live fast, die Ryan. Pretty good from Dustal John. Pretty good. We have some bad news to share with the listeners today, right? Because un- unfortunately, we've had to uh, to part ways with our our wonderful staff of. Um, you know, talented, dedicated, and occasionally... Unpaid. Occasionally murderous, yes, unpaid interns. Yeah, um, well, we did... We formed them into a startup, as uh, you might notice by the fact that our ploy last time didn't result in us dead. Um, right. We are still alive. That totally pulled off flawlessly, as most of our plans do. We were able to shape them into an extremely profitable company that was able to get VC funding almost immediately. By VC funding, you mean we promised them uh, $10 million that we, we did not actually have. Um, but here's the thing, right? As soon as word got out that, like, investors were interested, it's, it's like blood in the water in Silicon Valley, you know? So uh, they were, I think, acquired, what, within the hour? Yeah, um, a lot of paramilitary dudes just broke into our studio and just carried away all of our interns, immediately gave them full-time salary positions, and basically left us high and dry. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm pretty bummed, honestly, because, I mean, I don't know how they could say no to continuing to work here for, you know, all the great benefits we had, you know, the exposure, <laughs> the brisk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, I, I think it is, it's looking up for them. Uh, they've been bought out by Bud Space, who are a, a, a very interesting-looking... Uh, uh, up-and-comer in the social networking arena. A budding social network, if you will. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's Budspace, a place to find your buds. Yeah, and uh, we've actually been checking it out, right? Um, it's actually kind of a cool site. I mean, you can find, like, well, you can find all your buds on there, and you can, like, look them up. What's what's well, up? see, I I I've sort of imported some of my friends. Um, you, you sort of when you when you boot the app, it asks for a bunch of permissions, right, to get you up and running, uh, really fast. So sort of like, uh, import your address book, uh, mm-hmm, get mm-hmm. your location, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, you know, access your medical history, like just all it's kind of basic, you know, app stuff. Yeah. Um, so so I, I put it in, and it, it's uh, do, do you remember uh, uh Chelsea Monaghan? Oh, Chelsea? Yeah, what's going on with oh, her? She's doing really well. It looks like she's actually, she just got her veterinary degree and uh, she's opening oh. her own practice. And she's got all these cute pictures of, of kittens and puppies. Oh, they're so sweet. 
Oh my goodness. That's just, it's good for her. It's, I mean, this is the best part about basically any social network, right? Is you can just keep track of your friends, watch their incredible achievements and be so pleased with how well they're doing in their lives. You know, like, I mean, I'm glad that we've joined it because we got a pretty sweet gig going here, right? Yeah, I, I think I'm gonna. Um, I think I'll, I'll post something right now, right? So I've I've just prepared a status update and I've uh, I've tagged this video I just took uh, of us. So I'll just uh, post that onto Budspace, and uh, maybe we'll, we'll check back in a bit and uh, see how many uh, how many likes and how many reseeds we get on that one. Do you want to um, get creative and maybe try and solve some problems? I mean, yeah. So one thing I did notice about this website is it's actually all of our our old friends, they're sharing problems. Like like just for free. Oh man. This is it's, it's like we've been we've been chasing our tails this whole time trying to find problems through all these wacky methods and like all of our former friends are just willing to just dish them out. Oh man. Our friends who we never contact anymore are the best. Seriously. Why did we ever stop talking to them? Anyway, let's uh, let's get creative and uh, dive into some of these free problems. How's that sound? Yeah, sounds fantastic. Let's do it. Let's fuck some problems up. Let's do it. <clears throat> all right. Um. Oh, and for all you new listeners who are desperately confused right now, our kind of our whole deal is uh, the whole world is way too sober to approach problems in a really creative fashion, and we are willing to bite that bullet, dive in front of the train tracks, and find these these problems that like are are extremely talented. Public officials just can't can't touch and uh, dive all over. Yeah. Them. So uh, here's here's a problem uh, that uh, our, our man. Do you remember Troy MacArthur from seventh grade? And that that what? time he got like peanut butter jelly sandwich just like stuck to his ass. <laughs> oh my god that guy was such a loser oh he was the worst man we we we, we, we would just stuff him like the two we were like basically like the the bully brothers like back in high school and it was the, it was hilarious it was like this hilarious nickname that everyone gave us um and people just found it like super funny that we would just stuff people in trash cans and like and, and put peanut butter water on them <laughs> put peanut butter sandwiches on people's asses like every oh day God, for it, a was, year. it was the best prank <sighs> and everyone you know but it was in good taste oh, it was yeah. in good taste and everyone everyone liked it everyone was into it and it's you know yeah i mean like everyone appreciated you know the spirit of the thing and and i i think you know they understood that it was all it was all kind of performance art, really. We're ahead of our time. I'm actually gonna message Troy uh, and see. Oh, that's that's weird. Huh? It says What's it, going it says on? he blocked me. It must be like a server error or something. And anyway, Troy's doing really well. He's uh, he looks like he's a big shot lawyer now, uh, and he's Ooh. he's posted a problem. 
uh, for us to solve, which is, you know, just great of him. Really swell. Thank you, Troy. Always doing us a solid, just like old times. Uh, so, in this problem, it seems that a uh, an old man has... Uh, it's a bit sad, actually. He's died on his 89th birthday. On his birthday? Yeah. That's tragic. It's a bit unfortunate, but... How'd he die, though? Well, so so here's, here's the crux of the issue, is he died... Uh, in a car accident, okay. In a car. Oh Jesus, that's that's horrible. No, 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 no. Stay with me. He died in a car accident after he crashed his car into a fire hydrant. Oh my God, that's that's just dark. No, that's just no, no. You, why do we live in this world? Stop cutting me off, okay? Okay, uh, I'm no, sorry. No, I'm we, sorry. I'm just so we're not at the problem yet. How horrible this story is. I know it's it's incredibly, incredibly tragic and sad. Here's the thing, though. He died after he crashed into a fire hydrant, got out of his car unharmed. All right. And was then forced into a hole. Okay. By the spewing water where he drowned. <laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think like like right before the crash happened, like the teens that survived that roller coaster accident, like saw his picture in like their Polaroid next to like a fire hydrant with a dog peeing on it or something? Because that that motherfucker just got final destination. <laughs> Death just shows up, like I'm gonna kill this guy. He's in a car. He's old. Easy crashes he survives his like death like oh fuck what do i have left available to me <laughs> and suddenly death has to improvise you know like this man clearly has to die at this point like and de death is just he's dropped the ball like he was surely expecting this frail old man to die in this car accident right because that's just <laughs> how it goes right it's it's wrote it's predictable but but death is one silly silly mofo because he he just he just picked up in his brain he's like oh man he just hit a fire hydrant there's a ditch over there what if I just comically knock this man off his feet with the gust of high pressurized water and just forced him under just a couple inches you know like it's even it's even a pathetic amount of water to drown under to be honest sure it's like those warnings they have to put on buckets to save babies <laughs> babies which is fucking stupid babies or apparently 89 year old men who are celebrating their birthday by crashing into fire hydrants here's here's actually the similarity there too is um i don't think either of those demographics can read very well and neither of them really uh, really respect infrastructure which is what i believe is the true problem here see for those of you out here who uh who think you can just run around hitting mailboxes with bats crashing cars into fire hydrants, detonating bombs on bridges. Just understand, American infrastructure isn't just built to last. It's built to fight back. Yeah, I was out, um, you know, for my morning jog around the yard because we, we cannot leave this place because of the rabid dogs. Uh, and I actually noticed one of our neighbors uh, installing a new mailbox. Um, it was nice. It was like, you know, it was kind of a classic, like... So like 
semi like loaf of bread shape with a little red flag on it right like real real cute piece of americana um and the the other neat thing was that when you opened it uh inside in like the area where you you put the mail and take the mail was a, a 12 gauge shotgun just sitting there well, well just as like a warning like hey i own a shotgun <laughs> no no sort of like wired in right um it's sort of like you've, you've got the all the, the smart like internet of things right now like you have your thermostat is wired up to your security system like controls your tv um so you think that guy can actually like sit at work just like refreshing a browser and he's got a little webcam in there right and and so if someone comes in and is like "Ooh, i want to open this guy's junk mail kablooey man See, and that's that's an example of the private sector learning from the public sector, which is really important. You know, you look at all this incredible infrastructure, these like trains that can punch the shit out of you um, if you if you get mouthy with them or forget your fare. Uh, and you see that and you're like, hey, I can apply that to my own home. And it's it, I think it's really important for us to be able to, to pull a lot of this from the public sector. Yeah. And I mean. I think it's also important that we remember sort of like the rich legacy, um, you, you know, the sort of majestic history that America has with uh, public infrastructure that can uh, defend itself, which I, I think stretches back to, uh, um, I think it was when Teddy Roosevelt first chained up those grizzly bears in, in the White House public restrooms. Exactly. Because those were being abused and grizzly bears are the answer to that. Yeah, I mean, the man was a visionary. Indeed. But yeah, I mean, like, when we when we see this man as a victim, when he was clearly assaulting this fire hydrant, I don't know, maybe we're just trying too hard. You know, because when, when really it's closer than it is too far. You know, I was, I think that this guy, I mean, because he's in too deep, and he's trying to keep up above his head instead of going under, I think it's... I'm sorry, I can't. I can't take this seriously. Like he just, he turned like inches of water. I mean, inches. Like not only did he try to like, he was like, "Hey, American infrastructure, eat my car." Like he was so like the chutzpah to fuck with the fire hydrant, and then the fire hydrant was like, "This is how it's gonna go down." Yeah, I think the really terrible thing here, right, is like America has such great infrastructure. I mean, America has the best infrastructure in the world, guaranteed. But we've got all these fucking like hyper aggressive seniors who are like, I'm old as shit. I, I don't owe nothing or nobody no thing. Fuck the state. Yeah, and they just like go wild. And it's it's a major problem. Seriously. I mean, like, I I can't sit back and wonder why it took so long for this to die. And I hate it when you fake it, because you can't hide it. You might as well embrace it. So believe me, it's not easy. It seems that something's telling me. Exactly. You know what I saw the other day uh, when I was out on a- another highly similar dog? Uh, I saw a motherfucking grandma, right? Mm-hmm. 20 feet up, top of a utility pole, just hacking away at it with her dentures in her hand. Just like snippy, snippy, snip, snip. And you know what What happened next? Like a fucking fly, like a bug zapper. Yeah, yeah. Well, obviously, like, the tendrils just came alive and wrapped themselves around her and, and sort of, like, fried her into, you know, the finest of particulates that then just blew away on the wind. But, you know, that's not the point. Like, the infrastructure, sure, it's got it down. The problem is the fucking attitude on these old people. I mean, 
it doesn't truly matter how they feel about the infrastructure if the infrastructure is willing to defend itself instead of going under again like seriously it's willing to defend itself instead of going under again instead of going under again instead of going under again I mean, I see your point, but I mean, it's it's a it's a philosophical and a frankly a societal issue that seniors have just got to get their acting gear and be terrified of public infrastructure like the rest of us. Seriously, because we all got with the program. It's why we're not drowning in inches of water because we tried to kill a fire hydrant. So I I believe this was less of a a problem and more of a warning. Is just understand like doesn't matter if things have been peaceful or if we've taken it for granted. This infrastructure doesn't fuck around. Right, yeah. I mean, the, the problem here is belligerent seniors. Uh, and the solution is us telling them, pay the fuck attention and watch the fuck out, okay? Exactly. It's, it's as if we had an epidemic of people crawling into tiger cages and being amazed that they were mauled by tigers. Or grizzly bears. So I believe I believe we got that covered. I think I think um, so. I think that one's um probably been been put to bed and uh, drowned in a ditch. <laughs> I like that. That was that was good. <laughs> Man, what a rube. Um, all right. So uh, yeah, I guess before we try to find any more problems, we should probably uh, pay our dues to the sponsors. Oh shit! Yeah, I guess it's it's that kind of. It's that time again, right? We gotta ring up Mr. Moneybags. Mm-hmm. Daddy Moneybags, that guy. Con you up, Mr. Moneybags. So, uh, who do we have to thank for our continued existence this week? Ryanimal. Oh, the person who's buying us food now is a little company I like to call Extreme Restraint. Hey there, kinky people out there. Are you worried your life is a little too adventurous? Well, then we've got the products for you. Such delightful toys, like the personal planner. Never have anything unexpected happen again. Worried about things getting too wild on Saturday night? Install a breathalyzer into your car ignition. Then never, never again will someone drive tipsy in your vehicle. Uh-oh. Is that a stain on your couch? Doesn't matter anymore, because you went to extreme restraint. Got yourself a couch cover. Extreme restraint. Goods for people who want to live as far from the edge as possible. Man, that all sounds great, right, I? Uh, and, you know, what's even better is that we actually have an exclusive deal for our listeners today. Uh, if you go on to extremerestraints.com, uh, slash extreme restraint. <laughs> Fuck. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We have we have a a big legal issue with another potential sponsor, and we really want that to work out as well because they have a lot more money, and just we just want to make sure we don't we don't burn that bridge before we even cross it. Yeah. So sorry. So sorry, sorry. Resume, John. Yeah. I I always I add too many s's to my speech because I love that sibilance. Uh, but no. Here's the great thing. If you go onto extremerestraint.com slash hypocrisy uh, and uh, check out with an order of $50 or more, Extreme Restraint will send you uh, your own monogrammed handkerchief. You can keep that with you. Just, you know, look dapper. And in case you ever have any kind of spills right there when you need it. And on top of that, they will also send you 
a, a huge inflatable butt plug, and a three-pack of magnetized stainless steel bowl stretches. So, J-Town, uh, notice you can't bring your uh, face away from that phone. What's going on with uh, with Budspace? Yeah, um, here's the the crazy thing is like it, it gives you all these notifications. So like even when you're trying to do other things, uh, it like lets you know what all all of your good buds are doing, which is great, right? You never have to miss anything. <laughs> Shit, there's wow. another one. What's going on with their buds then? Uh, well, um, do you remember uh, Lars Andros? Lars? Yeah. yeah, what's going on with the, with Andrew? Yeah, so he has just signed a multi-million dollar multi-picture deal with Paramount Studios. That, that, like, wasn't he just like, he'd make like music videos or something all the time? To like, it was always to the hamster dance? Like, really? Like that dude? He loved that hamster. Yes, yeah, I guess, like, those are popular, I guess. I mean, like, my 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 sketch comedy had like a few more views, but, you know. Whatever. Oh, man. You won't believe this one. Oh, yeah. What's, what's going on with them? Yeah. Uh, Shinji Takahiro. Do you remember him? Yeah. What's going on with, 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 uh, with Shinji? I, I, I forgot the nickname we had for him, but it was really offensive. Yeah, well, it was Taco, right? Because he's Japanese. So of course, he hates Mexican food. Taco, 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 We were hilarious. Yeah, we were the funniest people. I'm sure. I'm sure everyone loved oh, us. We were so good. Anyway, Shinji uh, says here he's just discovered a possible cure for pancreatic cancer. Wow! 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 You know that's that's, that's crazy. Cause like like we would you know like in high school we like go behind like the bleachers and shit and like split joint and you know we we discuss how like awesome it would be if we could cure pancreatic cancer yeah man you know like i guess he went and did it on his own yeah that's cool 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 yeah no it's great for him um excellent yeah oh shit yeah uh here's another one max forrester okay max forrester all right what's up with the what's up with the forest yeah what's what's going on with the forest he's just been elected to parliament he doesn't even live in britain I mean, that, doesn't that make it, like, extra impressive? Like, f- fucking Max, man. You you, you <sighs> notice what the thread with all these people is? I mean... Do you, do you notice, like, a continuous thread here? They're, like, our friends? I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, but have you noticed that none of them are solving problems? <clears throat> oh, that's true. Yeah, um, and, uh, I don't... I don't know if you noticed, but, uh, this shit don't pay. So, really, like... We're we're doing the the best of all of them, right? Like no, we're we're doing the worst. Money is a a scoreboard of how much how much your actual value is amongst your peers. No, no, that's that's bullshit. Everyone knows, okay? The real way you measure your value is by your likes and receipts on Budspace. So let's go and check that post I posted earlier. Uh, uh we don't have any likes or receipts on Budspace. So be it. So be it. You know, like, this is what we... We, we steal and then sell our father's minivan. We we purchase this dilapidated studio in an undisclosed location. We train the local feral dogs to just patrol around 
by frequently tossing meat out our windows. I've been meaning to talk about that. equipment. We're running out of meat. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. We're ru- Meanwhile, like, people, the hamster video dude is getting multi-million dollar picture deals, and we are running out of meats to feed the rabid dogs that surround our studio. You know, I mean, this is what being a public servant is all about, though. You know, you you put your you put you put it all down on the line for the American people, while you watch other more selfish people <clears throat> grow rich on your brilliant ideas. To be honest, when we're really thinking about it, I think most people were inspired by our antics in in the old HS. Yeah, really. I mean, if, if any of them are successful, it's probably down to us, right? Like, and indirectly, even society is stitched together by our incredible systemic problem-solving abilities. Th- so. That's the thing, right? We gave them, we made them who they were, and now we like give them everything they need to keep being, you know, alive today. So, yeah. fuck it, and we're great. Know, yeah, they just, you know, they just blocked our messages and stuff. I just. I'm not, I'm not like, I'm not like bothered by their success. I want everyone ever to know I'm very confident with my level of success. I don't need materialistic aims. I'm, I'm just, yeah. 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 Everyone knows, you know, no one's better, a better you than you, right guy. Uh, yeah. I, I, I think we're fine. We're great. We're great. Here, look, I found another problem for you to solve. Wouldn't that make you feel better? So, search in bud space, found us another problem. Oh, did you find it from Lars? Uh, n- no, no. This was He's very socially conscious. No. I noticed. This, this, this one was from, uh, from Nikki, but that's good to know. Maybe I'll check Lars uh, for another problem. So, cops comb for bald man who swiped Rogaine in Detroit area. What? Yeah, yeah. Cops comb for bald man who stole Rogaine. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let me read the rest of this story. All right. Police in a suburban Detroit can skip barber shops as they search for a man who stole a hair growth product. End of paragraph. New paragraph. This guy is bald. Period. End of paragraph. New paragraph. They created white space between the... The, this guy is bald, by the way, in the previous, in a, the aforementioned paragraph. Dearborn police have security video of a bald man who is suspected of stealing Rogaine from a Walgreens store on June 22nd. Investigators say the man put seven boxes in a bag and dashed. He was wearing a shirt that said, in quotations, in quotations, no less, Air Force Dad. Great shirt. A great shirt, clearly stating something that should have been stated without quotations. Um, following following paragraph says police chief Ron Haddad says are not the most hair raising crime. I'm sorry I had to use an accent there, but um, I don't know. I just I I saw this I saw this police chief is Irish, but he wants the public's help. Police say the bald man could strike again because it takes many months of consistent use to grow hair. Maximum shade in that final sentence maximum i i mean this all seems very accurate right the man is bald 
uh, he was wearing that great shirt. Uh, it wasn't especially hair-raising, and it does take a while for Rogaine to take effect. I'm sorry, like, what What are you taking issue with here? I mean, I'm, I'm just a little queasy when I think about these people taking this, like, this man's plight and just making a joke out of it, you know? Like, the, this, this entire article is rife with puns. Right. This journalist clearly set out to just make fun of this guy that this is a like, joke yeah i mean look cops comb for bald man who swiped rogaine in detroit area oh. comb they, they had a whole paragraph dedicated to this guy is bald i mean that's a pretty funny joke you got you gotta admit that's a pretty funny joke no it's not funny john it's kind of funny. it's not no, I don't even have a cute nickname for you with this one. This is serious business. As as journalists ourselves, it's also extremely important that we hold ourselves to a standard higher than these people, clearly. Because it's frankly disgusting. I mean, I'll, I'll agree with you there, right? I mean, it's a funny joke, but like, we would never make light of anyone else's, uh, you know rough situation or like, you know, something embarrassing that might, you know, be about their person like no no especially if it was their fault like people can't help it the system the system pushes them to this you know the system told this man he needed hair and now now these journalists are dogpiling on this guy who he's just he's just trying he's just trying to get some air back you know and he's just trying to get some respect and he's trying to fight back against this whole world that's just telling him he shouldn't be that's true. And I don't... I mean... I don't know. Like, the most disgusting thing about this is that they're, they're taking, you know, they're, they're taking the fucking, you know, taking the piss out of this this guy who's, you know, clearly sort of a, um... Uh... An Air Force dad, <laughs> no less? A veteran? They're t- probably, like, he's older. You know, he he's he's bald. He's getting on in years, like picking on the elderly. Yeah. On top of that, like that's what really got- gets me, right? Like, who the fuck makes fun of old people? I mean, especially old people in a bad situation. This man is hurting, hurting, and they're just—it's just a joke to them, just a joke. And in in worse. They're using it as a means to get attention. You know, they 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 could have picked any story to be in in their their show or whatever whatever the fuck this is, but they they picked this one. You know, there's one thing one thing that might make this slightly more okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Which D- explain one thing that could make this remotely okay. Okay. So. He's, I'm, I'm, I'm listening. I'm waiting. He's wearing a shirt that says Air Force Dad. Now, I'll admit the most likely case is this man is himself a father, very possibly a veteran, and potentially, you know, on, on the older side, right? You know, his dad getting up in years. That is option one. Option two is this guy has a dad who's in the Air Force and is just a really big fan. <laughs> 
<laughs> in which case he could be quite a young man and, and then it wouldn't be quite so much of like a, a punch down from the associated press on this one i mean still like in that case this man has accidentally shaved his head some some people do maybe maybe he's sh- a common mistake a common mistake he just slipped up in a moment and suddenly he's come crashing into this whole situation sure. that he just can't handle. Yeah, I mean, especially if this is a very young man, you know, he might not be super familiar with the technique of shaving yet, you know. His, his Air Force dad has bought him his first razor, you know, some shaving cream. Uh, he's splashing it on there, you know, he's, he's enjoying the feel of, like, scraping the razor up his face, and then, whoops, went a bit too far, and now he's bald. I mean, just as things were looking up, turns out it wasn't good enough. But, you know, he should try one more time, and that's what he's doing. He's trying to get his hair back so he can prove that he can shave. And that it's, it's, just, it's just sick that, that these so-called, and I'm going to use their tactics, put this in quotations, I'm doing air quotes right now, journalists. Unquote, felt new it's paragraph. Okay to just, unquote, new paragraph. These journalists are bad period, new paragraph, white space all around that. Actually, two two paragraphs worth of white space, both directions. So just boom. I'm just going to I'm just going to twist this one around, right? Like just just show you a new angle and blow your fucking mind. Are you ready for this? I guess I I'm ready for anything now that I have to live in this world where journalists will just fuck with fuck with Air Force dads like this. So okay, we we understand that journalists are terrible people. We already knew that. Moving on. What if the real, like, Machiavellian bad guy in this one is the Air Force dad? Because think about it. His son is going through this, like, formative moment, right? Shaving for the first time. It's sort of like a, a, a step into manhood. Where the fuck is his dad? Why is his dad not there to tell him how to shave properly? Goodness. Right. Just where's this guy while he's just trying to grab Rogaine? Just left, left exposed to these vicious harpy journalists. He really should be there for him, you know. And I think that's the big thing is we need to understand it's a cruel world out there, and there's bad people who are always going to try and take advantage of you, and turn your plight into a joke. And you need to understand that while those people deserve the worst, you deserve the best. You deserve to regrow your hair so your Air Force dad can shave it off again. Would you say, in this case, that journalists are being bullies? And and not in, like, the cool, cutting, insightful way that people called us bullies, but, like, actual, like, really nasty bullies. Yeah, I mean, honestly, when I'm thinking about these journalists, I'm bending over backwards to relate. Because it's one thing to complain, but when they're driving me insane... I think it's time that we took a break, you know? Makes sense to me. It'd be pretty funny if we actually took a break there. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think I think we've we've covered all the the true perpetrators in that story. Yeah, I think like uh journalists definitely bullies uh Air Force Dad maybe spend more time with your kid, uh and additionally Kick the ass of some journalists, right? Because no one kicks a bully's ass better than a dad. Indeed.
and we can't tolerate bullies around here. Not at all. Hmm? Keep getting these notifications on Budspace. I'm trying to... I'm sick. How great is everyone turn... now? I mean, they're all amazing. They're all perfect. They've got beautiful children and like incredibly adorable pets. Like, I don't, I don't know like what clone pod those pets have come out from. Like, they're all so fucking perfect. Of course, of course. Well, you know what? I figured out the solution to to our online woes. Oh. Is I have discovered that the only reason any of these people are doing better than us is uh, exposure. But we, wait, we wait, took wait. it for granted with the yeah we it, we took it for granted with the interns. Exposure is bullshit. Everyone knows that Expo exposure is bullshit. That is the like what 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 that is the first thing they teach you in influencer school, which is a thing that we paid a lot of money for and has paid off in dividends. Indeed, indeed, it's worked out so far. But now we got to think outside the box because we're in a box right now. Please let us out of this box. We're in a box of failure. Oh, I, I thought you meant the literal box that is our studio that we cannot escape. Yeah, we, we it would be great if someone would let us out of here. Uh. Preferably by copter. I do not want to see a ground rescue. Uh, the last three have been dark. But yeah, I just... So I figured out a way to let us out of this metaphorical online box that we're in right now. All right, hit me with it. get us exposed to the world. Because, yes, exposure matters in today's fast-growing, changing economy. We went... We went to influencer school back before the internet. Well, see, we, we knew that it was going to be, you know, a, a pretty big thing. And that, you know, eventually there would be influencers using it to, to influence people. So we really wanted to get, you know, ahead of the curve on that one. It's important. Yeah. So I've used a little bit of my influencer school talents. And I've done some research on this new emerging platform, Budspace. And they've got these little, uh, these, these little pages that you can set up. Um, called stems and basically you can you can create you can hook up to your buds through these stems okay and it's, it's a great way to get get your face out to everyone so i made a a page for hypocrisy oh nice yeah um and i shared it to everybody in our entire bud space network I mean, none of none of them have accepted it yet but i i'm certain soon we will have all 30 of my Budspace buds that, connected that, to hypocrisy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds awesome. Um, so why don't you get to work uh, making some content? I, I hear content is really big. So like, you know, maybe maybe some like some some text posts or like some cool some cool gifs, uh, some some like really rad gifs. You know, maybe some like MP4s. Uh, you know, whatever you got to put up on there. So you, so you, you like add all the content, okay, to the main hypocrisy stem. And then I'm going to make a bunch of, like, other stems that can reseed it so, like, people think that we're really popular, you know? Excellent. Excellent. I like that sneaky. All right. They'll trick the algorithm. Um, hey, I, I just got a problem. I went to post, and, uh, yeah, people haven't accepted our invite to to grow on our, grow on our stem, but uh, they're posting on the page. Okay, I mean that that's the first step, right? Like you gotta have content. Content will bring the people. Okay, so what do we got here? We got uh... oh, oh my God! You loser shitbags are still alive. I was expecting you to have burned yourselves alive in some freak marijuana accident by now. That was Lars, by the way. Well, he's he's very 
civic-minded, as you said. So pro probably just concerned about fire safety. Yeah, he's worried about our health. I think so. Uh, yeah, it's got 90, 90 reseeds. Huh. And and looking looking closer now, I do see that after he said that, uh, he did post three knife emojis followed by a skull emoji. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so Taco has followed up. Oh, Taco. With, this is hilarious. It's great that these guys are such losers. Makes up for all the horrible shit they did to us back in high school. I'm just going to... Knife emoji, knife emoji, knife emoji. What's with the knife emoji? Is that like a new thing? What does that mean? I think it, it's like these guys are sharp. Like it, it's, you know, it's like a compliment. Like, oh yeah, like they're hitting us back with the cutting wit that we basically yeah, taught to them that's the thing. back in the day. That's the thing, right? Like no one can understand sarcasm on the internet. So now we've got like the knife emoji to be like, Check it out. Check out my cutting Got sarcasm. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, oh, the principal's actually posting our page. What? Principal Merriweather? That's just all she wrote. Was there a knife emoji? No knife emoji. So, um, I, I just made... Hypocrisy pens forever. Uh, we love you. That that's with uh, a you in love and a you in, in you. We love you. Hypocrisy. Um. Uh, this is the worst day of my life. Um. I I just made John and Ryan are really cool. I have lots of buds. Best brothers with all their buds. Dot com. <laughs> the new group, new stem coming to you on the bug, the bug, the bug network place. Hey, uh, oh. hey, Rye guy. Yeah. We couldn't get the dot com. I had to get dot garbage. Oh, it looks like every single, every single website that we think of, all of our much more successful former friends have thought of first. And bought every single variant of other than garbage. I mean... Are we the bad guys? That's really well played. God, we have to find a problem. Distract me with something. Please, yeah. please. Um, shit, yeah, let's just... Oh, well, yeah, one of them actually posted this on the page and said, Solve this problem, you dinguses. That's a, I bet you can't. That's a pretty shitty insult. But let's let's solve it and, and stick it to them. Let's do it. Was that Monica? I bet it was Monica. We'll show them all who's boss. Monica was always so bad at insults. I know, she was so we would always we would call her Moniker Monica. Because that was also a bad insult, which was like a kind of uh, ironic twist nickname. Yeah, it was a, it was reflexive humor. It was very modern art and it was great. No, fuck it. Shame we fuck can it. be represented, rec recognized for our greatness. Yeah, yeah. No, fuck all of them. Uh, so, so here's the problem. Here's the problem. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna solve this and we're gonna stick it to Monica. Yeah. Kentucky mailman stops deliveries because of snake infestation. It's crisp. I like it. Let's solve this motherfucker. Oh my. Oh my. Do you know what's happening? It's finally happening. Uh. The snake uprising. Wake up, Sneeple. 
It's time to fight the man. Wait, wait, wait. Are you saying that the 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 snake people, as in the popular term for millennials, need to wake up and like see that the snakes are starting to attack us? Or are you saying that the actual snake people need to rise up and, and attack us? Yeah, no, I mean, like, first off, the millennial thing is just a stupid fucking meme. And anyone who thinks it's funny should be dis- disgusted with themselves. Um, oh, sorry. Yeah, I was, I was trying to verbally add some knife emojis after what I was saying. Oh, good, yeah. good. Because, yeah, I, I was clearly referring to the honorific for snakes. Right, yes. Because just, just to call them snakes is kind of, um, you know, it, 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 it sounds so kind of outdated and, and really quite unfortunate. Yeah, it's just... It's what we used to call them. Yeah, I mean... And it's not what they like to be called. No. And... Honestly, they've been putting up with things that they don't like for quite some time. Cold weather. They don't like it. No, and there's a lot of it. There's a lot of it, and we let it keep happening. And as humans, we should be ashamed. In fact, the biggest thing that they stopped was the mail being delivered. And uh, mailmen are not stopped by snow, nor rain, nor heat, nor gloom of night. Most of those things are temperature related, aren't they? And a lot of them are pretty cold. Mailmen are basically Snake's natural enemy. Wait, wait, wait. Read me those again. Snow, nor rain, nor heat, nor gloom of night. Okay. So they are not stopped by snow, but they are not explicitly stopped by cold, where they are by heat. So, like, I, 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 my inference here is that mailmen are, like, ice type, which is very effective against snakes. Indeed, they can't handle it. But these snakes banded together and said enough is enough. We have to sleep in holes while the humans get to live in the suburbs and get their mail delivered to them by men that are immune to cold. No more. Viva Serpentina! And I mean, this is like, they're doing a very good job of their their attack. Uh, to sort of bring down the American state, right? Because, like, they looked at our entire system of public infrastructure, right? And found the one thing that couldn't defend itself. The mailman. And seriously, that guy runs away from dogs. What's he going to do about an entire army of, it looks like, 50 snakes? Right. Um, Or at least he said he counted 50 snakes. And let's be honest... Never go into a snake-occupied town with a miscount of the snakes. Rookie mistake. A rookie mistake. Yeah, I mean, the snakes, you know, they, they, they looked at this and they're like, well, we could go after the mailboxes. Boom, no shotgun to the face. Uh, we could go over, like, the mail slots indoors. Shing, no, motherfucking... <laughs> What's it called? The heady slicey thing. That the French have. A uh, guillotine. Motherfucking guillotine. Thank you. You're always there for me, Rye Animal. Yeah, you know, it's what I'm here for. Plum. <laughs> it's not even based on John. It just... I call you Plum sometimes. That's a very sweet nickname. Thank you very much. <laughs> you're, you're a sweet little Plum, John. <laughs> my favorite brother. And my only brother. <laughs> but, uh... 
Yeah, that's the thing, is the snakes identified that the weak link here, or at least the, the only thing they could fight, was the human fallible content, or component, in this systemic machine of communication. And once you cut down the lines of communication, you can subdue the populace, and basically put forth your new u- utopic snake regime. Snagime. Yeah, a snagime. Wait, wait, what's this? Seems the mailman actually returned to his route, though. After bringing in backup. Oh, shit. Showdown. Yeah, see, it seems these snakes were sitting pretty during the summer. But once once the seasons seceded, the snakes simply had to say sayonara. Because things got cold. Really cold. Sleet, snow, simply so much cold. And the the mailman then showed up. Because they're not stopped by sleet. Snow, nor rain, nor heat, nor gloom of night will stop those those mailmen. And they showed up in greater numbers this time. Seems things are grim for the Snake Rebellion. Yeah, I mean, those those uh, those mailmen showed up, right? They've got, like, you know, they're wearing, like, heat-resistant armor. Because, obviously, as we've established, snakes, fire type. Um, they've got, like, snow blowers and, like, uh, some coolers filled with ice cubes. And then the other thing to, like, really... Like, take the snakes by surprise? An army of field mice. That's right. They made an alliance. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. Those field mice are usually easy prey for the snakes, but when it's cold, they're slow. And I think think that's what, what the snakes really need right now is sweaters. Silky, silky sweaters. Silky, silky snake sweaters for our slithery friends. Indeed. So if you're out there right now and you're willing to, uh, to help a snake in need, I implore you to create an organization that uh, donates sweaters to these snakes. Yeah. Do that. Uh, you'll you'll have to collect charitable funds. Um, I'm just much too cash-strapped right now and lazy to really do it myself. But that's not really our bag. No, and I think this is a great place for our, our listeners to join in and, and uh, band together to solve a problem themselves. Because, um, you know, if you, if you knit or you have a friend who knits or if you have, like, any grandmas, because they definitely knit, um, just, just start knitting some, uh, some silky soft snake sweaters. Seriously, because we need, we need snakes to triumph against mailmen once and for all. They, they deserve their slice of life. Yeah, I mean, and regardless of, uh, you know, how you feel about snakes or mailmen, uh, right now it does look like the mailmen have a very decisive advantage. And, I mean, we really want to swing this thing back the other way because it looks like it's going to be a really fucking cool battle. Um, Yeah, seriously. As long as it's balanced, like, a lot of people are going to die. Which is hilarious, right? I, I think that I think they're actually going to uh, we, we we could live stream this, right? Like that is a way that is some good content for our bud stems. Um, shit, yeah, we could get some ad rev up in this B, and um, yeah, that would be fantastic. Yeah, that that might that might be able to fund our studio. I mean, quick, let's get back to the social network. Oh my god! Like if we have money, like we could get our own helicopter. We could finally escape the rabid dogs. Exactly, and we'll be as successful as everybody else that we know. All right. And they'll they'll have to they'll have to regret saying all those mean things to us on the internet. I've got it. I've got it going. I'm uh, I'm hiring a camera for the live feed. I'm getting it wired all right, all up. Right. Okay. I'm ro- Billionaire status. Here we come. I'm writing some copy. And I'm I'm gonna hit I'm gonna do I'm gonna hit send. Should I hit send? Should I hit send? Yeah, hit it. All right, loading.
And loading. And loading. And loading. And four oh four file not found. What? For, for refresh the page. Okay. Um. Refresh the page. Uh, it still does four oh four. What? Refresh it. It's it still says it's now now it doesn't even say anything now it's just like a a blank empty page. Wait, no, there, there's words forming on the page though. Uh, it's one of those web 5.0 things. Hmm. Huh. What's it say? Well, uh, butt spaces. Uh, they're uh, apparently they've been bought out by by a much larger company. Um, they're uh, they're so grateful for the incredible journey they've been on, and uh, they're not gonna they're not gonna be around anymore. What? Let Let me see that. What the? Oh fuck, man! They got acquired by Broface. Oh, Broface. Oh, Broface is is the worst. I'm gonna. God, I'm going to send them a fucking email right now to tell them what I think of their shitty-ass social network. Just, no, no, no. <sighs> here, here, we don't need social networks. That's good, because it looks like Broface has already been, uh, it's been acquired by Placebo. Yeah, see, these things just get taken down too quickly. We can't count on them. We need our own website. Perhaps hypocrisy slash zone? Or Interesting. Yeah, you're going outside of the uh, the W3's agreed upon URL formatting schema. I like it. Exactly. This is the kind of like cutting modern art shit we used to be known for. We still got it. It's also the only website in the entire internet without dot garbage behind it that I was able to get. Well, I think Lars will release their other websites now that uh, they forced us to take this one. He was always very sporting was Lars. Um, well, it's, it's great to know that we, we have a website that's really cool. Uh, so, yeah, I mean... You know, and, you know, if you wanted to help us you know, get the recognition we deserve, uh, we also have a Twitter account um, on a website <laughs> I created, by the way. Uh, <clears throat> no big deal. Uh, did sell it immediately for uh, an eighth. And, um, Not your best trade. Feeling that. Yeah, yeah. feeling that about now. I should have at least gotten out. Um but uh, yeah, so at hypocrisy is where you can find us in that regard. Yeah, so if people can get it, hit us up on like hypocrisy.zone on our Twitter, like you say. Um, but they could also, right, like our stems have all, all been lost to the wind, right? But like people could make fan pages for us on any uh, social network site, you know, like, um, like Breadit, the link sharing site that's all about bread. Yeah, I mean... There's also Eventualgram, that website where you can post images that'll turn up a few weeks later. Oh yeah, there's GapChat where you can only communicate in photos of your ass. Yeah, I know. Uh, I'm I'm done with this. Bit. <laughs> so in any any kind of like online shrine to our glory would be most appreciated. Exactly. Just you know, set that shit up and uh, pray away. In speaking of people who deserve more appreciation, uh, if you go to hypocrisy.zone/seth you'll be redirected to the band camp for Seth Boyer. And he makes a rockin' theme song and outro song. It's both part of the same song, but, you know. Two parts, one rock. All right, well, uh, I, I guess I'll just... Uh... No. Look at that. I already have a what, notification what's... from Broface. Oh, I mean, like, it can't hurt to just check one, right? Yeah, I mean, if we just check one, see how, like, everyone's doing now that... uh. 
things have ch- kind of changed. Yeah. You know, and maybe, you know, maybe we'll, we'll just put, we'll make another page and see if people respond better this time. You know, just, just, just try. Every day it's just a and we're just rolling shit up here. With the nights that we got left, let's make something beautiful. Together and we're all gonna die So huddle closer with friends and family will scream our last goodbye Okay. Oh my god. I'm very excited to have just murdered you.